Welcome and thanks for listening to Carbon Climates, an energy podcast dedicated to discussing all things energy, carbon and sustainability. We also want to point out what's getting hot aside from our planet. I'm your host Edia and today I'm joined with my Carbon Climate and co-host Alison, who I will be introducing shortly. Uh, before we get into today's topic, Alison, how's your week been and can you tell me a bit about yourself? Well not me, sorry, us about yourself. Well, it depends what you want to know about my week. Are we talking work week? Are we talking life week? Um, let's say both, because this is Carbon Climb Mates, after all. Like, we're all mates here. Ah, I see what you did there. I like <laughs> yeah. that. That's good. That's good. Uh, work-wise, pretty good. Pretty solid work going on. Uh, life-wise, I spend a lot of time with my dogs, and yeah. that is the height of it. It oh. is a lot of outdoors, greenery, and fun. Don't yeah. I, what 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 are their what are their names for the audience? I have two springers, Todd and Fern, who are just as crazy as I am. So we get on really well. <laughs> brilliant, brilliant. And so, what is your job title? Oh, how long have we got for this conversation? <laughs> um, I started originally. I was a simulation engineer. Um, I then transitioned and turned into a visualization specialist and yes it was an invented term and I am okay with that <laughs> and currently I am an associate yep that's me very impressive stuff and like so just how long have you been in the energy sector Ooh, six years now probably not as much as other people but wow carved a little path we're sticking with it. We like the climate. We like everything energy. You're We're in sticking deep. with it. <laughs> You're in really deep now, yeah. Yeah, I'm in, I'm in it. I'm in completely. I am invested. <laughs> and see, see at school, did you ever like envisage yourself in this role? Oh, does anybody? <laughs> did this industry exist when we were at school? I doubt it. It no. probably did, actually. We just didn't know anything about it. Yeah, it's like, that's exactly, that's a really good point. Yeah. But... No, I, well, I didn't know it existed, so I had no plans for it. I wanted to work in theatre and performance technology or animation. Okay, yeah. I mm. do no, neither of those things now. That is, yeah. <laughs> like, but, like, what is it? Those, are, th- those all kind of maybe circle or yeah. have some sort of relation to maybe what we do now, but also today's topic. Yes. Which we're going to talk about. All the fun things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the technical things. <laughs> Love but, it. But like, you know, no, but thanks very much for explaining what like more uh, just about your role and like just a bit about yourself. Um, but I just have one question for you. Go for it. Okay. Well, one question but Naomi Campbell, Kate Moss, Kendall Jenner, myself. What do all these things have in common? <gasps> oh, I can't cope with this. Are you supermodels? Yeah, like, <laughs> that's it. Oh, correct. They're all models. Okay. And that, that is spectacular. And that brings us to today's topic. Modeling. More specifically, building modeling. More and more specifically, building information modeling. Or what's known in the industry as BIM. Which we use as a big part in our jobs as energy and sustainability engineers. Um, but yeah, architects, engineers, and most professions in the construction industry uh, will know what BIM means. 
but for those of you who don't, BIM is when a digital model of a building is created through CAD, which stands for Computer Aided Design Software. Um, and as energy assessors, we often use 3D models of this. We then populate this model with information on the building itself, such as the types of walls, windows, heating, ventilation, lighting, the list is endless. Okay, well, the list is actually finite, but I'll stop there or it's just gonna be a podcast and me listing things. We then simulate the model in specialized software to get an output of energy and carbon usage for the building. So Alison, talking yes. about your role, you like like you build models um, and you build them from scratch. What exact process do you go through to build a 3D model? Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> BIM is a bit of a weird term. If you talk to an engineer or you talk to one of us or you talk to an architect, we probably have three very different meanings for it. Mm-hmm. So my purpose from an energy modeling point of view, I take architectural information, so floor plans, sections, elevations, and create a 3D representation geometry of their information so we can simulate it and run our assessments for it. Essentially, my step's probably the lowest maintenance for everyone else. You know, I I can fly under the radar and say, guys, have you got these plans? And then I'll go and build it, and it's great. Mm -hmm. That's all I need. But the rest of it, so say if you're simulating and you're doing more assessments and things, you'll probably need to annoy an architect more often than I would. (laughs) I can get away with it. I'm not that annoying. I don't pester. (laughs) Well, I might in the office, but I don't necessarily externally. Um, But essentially all I do is take the information provided and build a 3D representation model. Wow. Yeah, it's fun. It's very interesting and like say over like the years you've been doing this yeah like I'm sure you've seen changes like you know in the like you know the way that things are supposed to be built or... yeah mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting one so obviously technology never stops there's always going to be improvements everything's always going to get better the software has gotten so much better I remember when I started um it used to take us about two weeks to wow. do a model, like take the geometry, put it in IES, and someone literally just populate it, just get it to the point that someone can hit run. It was two weeks, even for a small model. Now we could do that in about two days. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how much is advanced. I like it. I like that it changes so much, but yeah. other people might not see it that way. I like the changes when it comes to things like that. <laughs> yeah. um, would there be any particular software um program you use like to like help build the models that you use for energy simulation oh well it depends on the company personally within our firm well that is the ones that the company that i work for um we build our models in revit Mm -hmm. but the information that we get from architects typically comes in the form of drawings so it's autocad so right, what, okay. what I have to do is I'll take the AutoCAD drawing, might have to scale it up, do a few things in CAD, then import it into Revit, build the geometry in Revit, and bring it into the IES VE software. Okay. So it's a few different sort of exchanges, you know, different softwares translating between them. Um, I'll also use PDF markup for things like that. If there's limited information from an architect or anything like that, 
that we can't measure within a CAD. We just get a PDF. You can do it in one of those. It's great. Okay. So there, there's workarounds for everything, but I would say my basic softwares that I work with is Revit, CAD, and PDF software. Wow. Yeah. Oh, quite, quite a range there. Yeah, just, range. just a slight range. Yes. <laughs> um, so would you, like, is there any sort of training that you went through or is there any particular paths that like you find useful or would you say a more hands-on approach like learning on the go is better or like you know maybe works would work for some people i mean i wouldn't say one's necessarily better than the other it depends on how you learn okay so personally i'm a jumping at the deep end hope you swim Mm -hmm. a lot of my training personally has been either self-taught or tutorials or things like that i'm not what you would probably class would well i'm not what you would call classically trained i didn't come into this through an engineering point of view you know this this was never my sort of goal career i fell into it fell in love with it and kept going Mm -hmm. so there's definitely courses out there to do bim modeling or geometry modeling or whatever you want i just didn't go about it that way okay okay yeah so you know there's different ways to get into it Mm -hmm. there's different methods to get into it but whatever works as long as you get the right end result no that's actually really great to hear because i like so many of like so many people i know from school or a lot of my friends they maybe go along a certain career path yeah and they like realize three four years in i don't i don't like this like am i supposed to do this for the rest of my life so it's great to hear that like with this like you know it is like okay to transfer like maybe to this sector and you can learn a like wide range of like things like techniques. Yeah well you're, you're never pigeonholed when it comes to things like this you know the beauty of engineering is anyone could do it you don't necessarily have to train that way you don't necessarily have to do anything you know as long as you have the desire to learn and improve mm-hmm. sky's your limit. That's inspirational quote for you guys congratulations you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) okay so Alison you mentioned um uh software there uh part of the CAD family uh so since you mentioned that do you know what time it is I don't (laughs) it is time for the CAD yourself on section unreal (laughs) I love that that was spectacular so this is just a wee, it's specific for this episode, um, <laughs> but I, um, it's just a number of wee facts. Um, I did some research in CAD technology and some software, so just a number of wee facts for you and our listeners. As Hit well. me with them. Okay. So Revit software, as you mentioned, yep. is issued by Autodesk, and they supply a variety of other different software packages like AutoCAD. And did you know they supply one called Inventor? Yes. Yeah, oh, you can. Yeah, oh, I am up to date with my cat. I, I, I am an Autodesk gal. Inventor, like, you know, I was just like, I noted that because yeah. that's a cool name. That yeah. is a cool name. <laughs> they, they have a lot. There's one called Mudbox and one called Maya. They're great too. Whoa. Yeah. You're like the guru. I am. Like, oh. <laughs> if I like something, I learn about it. That's it. <laughs> Okay. Well, did you know the initial release of Rabbit was on April 5th, 2000? I did not know that. So, do you know what that means? It's an Aries. 
No comment. <laughs> what's no your, comment. What, what, what's your star sign? I don't think I'm compatible with it. Oh, okay. with, with, with Revit, that's upsetting. Is Scorpio compatible with that? I don't even know. Yeah, no, I'm sure. Do, do you think? I'm not gonna lie, I don't know enough. About I neither do I. To, like to see if that. <laughs> Should we just say yes and say it's a match made in heaven? Yeah, yeah we'll go with that. I'll, yeah. I'll read your horoscope next. Time. Okay. Like, yeah. Okay. Well, I have a question for you. Shit. How many CAD softwares do you think there are in existence? Oh, I don't like that question. That's me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're gonna make steam come out of my ears. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I don't even think I could fathom a guess. Softwares or or like plugins and add-ins and things. I'd say softwares, but there's like what is it? To be honest, it is kind of like a double. It is yeah. a hard question because I'm talking about current softwares in issue today, whereas there maybe have been ones presently that are no longer in use. Oh, I I wouldn't. I I I have no idea. Do you know? Do you have I a do, number? I do oh, know. Right, okay. I've researched this specifically. Okay. Put it, put me out of my measure. What okay. have we got? Would you be surprised to learn there's fifty? Stop. Yeah. No, there's not. Yeah, no fifty. That's I... at the... no. <laughs> and I thought I knew everything. No, I... that's upsetting. What is it? I can. I'll give a link to this. Um, like for the podcast like, yep. episode, and just about the a link to, on a list. Um, of them. I'm not gonna list all of them. Because again, that would just be me listing things. I mean, you could. We might be here for a few hours, but like, you could do well, it. Yeah, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well then, okay, I've got another um, fact for the Catch Yourself On section. Did you know a man called Charles Eastman, or Chuck to his friends, is often noted, okay, and get this term, as the father of Bim? No. And he is a key contributor to development of building information modeling. Yeah. You found like the Santa Claus of BIM and I haven't you? <laughs> <laughs> I mean I'm not. I, I have no issue with that fact. Um, That's quite a good one. Yeah. Um You've really so, done your research. Yeah, ch- yeah, Charles Eastman or Chuck if like we're friendly with him. Um so he was a professor at Georgia Tech Architecture and he is the founder of the Digital Building Lab. Smart man. So he's a smart man. He's a, I think a lot of stuff. It's not a bad legacy like, to have. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but maybe probably I think it's a lot of stuff we would get up to, uh, with our energy simulations probably yeah. derives from that or like get some form of that. Oh, easily. Yeah. It's funny you could probably trace a lot of what we do. Right the way back. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't want to take the time to do it, but you probably could. And just that would as- be another podcast. That would be, that would <laughs> yeah, be another, another couple hours down the line there. So. Um, and just as a wee dedication to Charles, so he had a he had a really prosperous career. He started as an architect, then a professor, and then was the forefront one of the forefront researchers into computer aided design and the rights for computer aided design. He wanted to develop like most of it, and he literally wrote uh, the BIM handbook. Oh, he oh, okay. So what's that phrase? It's like oh you. You know it. You wrote the book on it. He did. He literally wrote that book. So yeah. Imagine being able to say that to someone. <laughs> oh, I wrote the book on it, and you're not lying. <laughs> that would be a pretty good thing to be able to say. Maybe we should write a book. And yeah. um, so that was a cad yourself on section. Thank you for joining. <laughs> Fantastic. And um, so, Alison, back to you. I just have a few questions about your work. 
Um, right. Can you <laughs> uh, like uh, like some examples or lists of buildings you've worked on? Ooh, what do we want to know about? Um, say the likes of a like some hotels, like the size of them or the number of rooms. Okay. Uh, hotels. Not to blow my own horn, but I could probably do them in my sleep. Oh, nice. I've, I've done a fair... I mean, it's only been about six years, but I've done a few. Mm-hmm. More than a few. Uh, can, yeah. you, can you remember the biggest hotel you've ever worked on? Oh, right. So, let's see. If we're talking stories-wise, probably there was one in Paddington, London, that was about 20 stories and a basement. Oh, that, that was is... a big one. That, that was a good one. That sounds a big one. Yeah. It was fun like that one. Wow. Yeah. Um, would you say that's the biggest model you've ever built? Or like, how long did that take you to um, model in Rabbit? Oh, that one? Probably not as long as you'd think. Okay. Like I said, if I can build hotels in my sleep, they're honestly, they're just so straightforward I know exactly what I'm doing I can fly through them so I could probably build something like that in three days if I have the right information I know I know we were talking about uh training packages earlier but you should be given the training packages (laughs) from the signs of this okay oh well maybe not so everyone if you would like to learn rapid please contact us I mean, what I do is very niche, so I don't really know how many people are going to contact me from that. But, you okay. know, by all means, if they want to pick my brain, I'm okay with that. Okay. Um, Back to biggest. Ooh. Biggest project I ever worked on, I actually think, was when I just started. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it was a very big learning curve because, like I say, I like to jump in at the deep end and just go for it and hope I swim. Mm-hmm. Which I did swim, so it's fine. You know, <laughs> worked out well. But I think it was, well, I know it was, it was student accommodation in Liverpool. And geometry-wise, it was 3,000 spaces. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. Wasn't small. And those were the days when the computer couldn't cope with a model that size. Mm-hmm. The software couldn't cope with a model that size. So that took, I remember coming into the office 8 o'clock in the morning and loading the geometry into IES and lunchtime it was only halfway done it hadn't imported into the software now to put that in context if we were to do the same model now it'd be done in about 10 minutes wow so it was some serious going yeah that was that was my biggest yeah it's a good one just like uh context for listeners uh spaces like they're pretty much another name for the rooms in a building or zones uh so you imagine three thousand zones yeah like it's so a big boy. It's a big boy. Spaces would be the areas that you would phys- are physically present. You could, you know, mm-hmm. there's walls bounding them. You could walk in. Although that one actually did include risers, so it was a fair amount. Well, yeah, it was still a very big model. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so what is your favourite thing to do in Revit? Like any particular features do you like or what do you enjoy seeing? Oh, features? Yeah. <sighs> See, I'm very set in my ways. I know what I like and I know what works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, the, no, I'm not complaining about Revit. Mm-hmm. Please, Revit gods, don't come at me for this. 
they do change things with new releases quite a lot. We're quite lucky we can work in the most recent version of Revit. Mm -hmm. When the new one comes out, I'm all over that like a rash. I think it's great. Okay. They change things. It annoys me. (laughs) But what I like most is that I can keep it consistent between versions for myself. So I have a lot of keying commands and things that speeds up how I model. I, I could probably do most of the model without having to click a button. I'll just type on the keyboard and away I go. Oh, wow. Um, so, yeah. Like a proper, like, you know, like hackers or the matrix? I, I feel like, like a hacker. Like, I probably don't look like one, but yeah. Yeah, you're hacking. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that's class. I always love Just, just call me Neo, you know, I'll just, just <laughs> yeah. tap away into the mainframe. It's fine. But yeah, yeah. that's probably my favourite feature, I think, because... I can make every version consistent for me, mm-hmm. even though they change me things. Okay. I can still keep it good for me. Yeah, that's that's mine definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's like yeah. That, that that's been really great to hear. Uh, we're kind of winding down on the modeling podcast up a minute, but I just want to sum up a few points we've talked about. Um. So just I've just got like um pretty cool point from what you said there. Okay. Key in commands are key. <laughs> oh she's on pun form this is yeah. brilliant um, so yeah sum up keying commands are key there are many different ways to train for, like in CAD softwares and not just one straight way yep. and what else I'm trying to think just get stuck in yeah just get stuck in and this role like if you're ever thinking about maybe you want to change in your career give Revit a go I mean, personally, I'm biased. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah. But it's not for everyone. But, you know, I fell in love with it. Okay. Someone else might as well. Yeah. <laughs> you never know. Okay. Well, just before we finish, yeah. do you have any advice for prospective future cat modelers or rabbit modelers? Hmm. Let's see. Future advice. Uh, don't panic never panic it's only as bad as you make it i have had a few times that i've been modeling and it's something's gone wrong and you can't figure out exactly what's gone wrong and you're freaking out a wee bit but see to be honest at the end of the day it's just a software Mm -hmm. there's always an undo button okay you'll be fine that's yeah i i I like that i really do you like like the positive spin on that yeah (laughs) yeah Um... yeah that's probably my best no, I'll, I'll put that as the ta- like one of the like you know the uh, bios or blurs for this like episode. We don't get an undo button in life, but we do in Revit. Yeah, great. we do in Revit. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, my my uh, advice uh, it's more just general. Uh, slice of life phrase, but you don't know what it's like until you've been there and done it. Oh, she's back with puns. Yeah. I think, what is it, this podcast will just be me making puns. I'm okay with that. All the way through. Yep. And you'll just see, like, week by week, the, like, viewers, like, (laughs) or the listeners, dwindling away. And it's, like, less puns. I think you'll have the opposite effect. I think more people try and pick up which pun she's doing this week. No. That's always... Do you ever ever get the feeling where... Or, like, maybe you're in a conversation and you slip in a pun. And they and, they miss it, and the other person doesn't get it. Yeah, your heart kind of breaks inside. Yep. 
Whereas, like, I try to make my puns as obvious as possible so people don't miss them. You're you're like in a, a 80s sitcom where you're just stopping for the ba dum bum. The ba dum bum. <laughs> the ba dum bum bum is in my head. Like, you know, like that's it. Pause for applause. Pause for applause. <laughs> Proceed. That's it. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad way to do it. It's mm. not bad. I like the puns. I appreciate the puns. puns. They're good. Especially when um, they're on topic and on brand. I like them. Yeah. And this is another piece of advice. Make puns along the way. Like, <laughs> life is short. Make a pun. But like, oh, that's such a good summary. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Oh. Okay. Uh, well, everyone, thanks for listening. If you can check out the Carbon Climates Instagram at carbon underscore climates. Um, I will have a link to the software packages we discussed here today so you can learn more about them. Um, yeah, and everyone, thanks. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>